Welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by a wonderful company, Creation to Revelation. This group of Christians believe it is extremely important that we teach the Word of God to our kids. They have original graphic illustrations from the beginning of the Bible to the end, featuring the beautiful and consistent presence of Jesus throughout. You can explore all of that at creationtorevelation.com. I'm so thankful you're here, so let's get started. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for listening in. I think I may be a little bit more excited about today's content than usual, and there are a few reasons for that. First of all, this idea, take the stairs, this piece of imagery and its implications are pretty new for me, and I've really enjoyed experimenting with it in my own life over the last two weeks, and I want to share some of that with you today. Also, this is an idea that Luke, my son, and I have worked on together. Actually, I didn't even know that he was listening to this audiobook. It's called Take the Stairs, a book written by Rory Vaden, and someone got him on that, and he started listening to it, and then around that time, Luke was asked to preach a sermon, so he built an entire lesson around it, introduced it to me, and we worked out some of the details of that lesson together, and I really think he did a great job with it. But it sparked my interest, and I started listening to the book, and it's making for some really cool conversations between he and I. And then the last reason, I guess, I'm extra excited is because there are two unique applications that I would like to make. And in order to do that properly, we are going to have a two-parter. I don't think I've ever done that before. So today, I will introduce the concept, give you some imagery, a few little guidelines, and in the second half, a very specific task that I would love for you to work on for the next seven days. It will be very self-contained. You may not even tell anyone about it. It's about you working on yourself. Next week, I'll ask you how that's going, maybe give you a little pep talk, and then we want to expand the reach a bit. That episode will dive into some of the content in Luke's sermon, where we explored this idea that beyond you holding yourself responsible to take the stairs, there is also this circle community idea that you want to tap into, and then we also need to look at God's part in all of that. Basically, sometimes God makes sure all of the escalators are broken so that the stairs is your only option, and we'll talk about why that is and how we can come to appreciate it. All right, let's start by digging in on this concept. It's really very simple. The idea of taking the stairs is a willingness each day to choose to do things, even if you don't really want to do them, even if they don't give immediate results. Choose to do hard things, important things that contribute to who you want to become. It doesn't really matter what category you're studying, from fitness to faith. High achievers do the little things. They do the little habitual daily things that most people don't want to do. They may not even want to do it, but they do it anyway because it gets them to where they want to go. They do things that they don't even feel like doing. 
in order to accomplish things that they feel are important to them. Most people would look at them and say, those little steps don't matter, they don't amount to anything, but they do. Everything big in life is the accumulation of a lot of little things, and each little intentional step contributes to your identity about who you are and how you are using each and every day as a blessing from God, as an opportunity to do the right thing that can take you to amazing places. In that way, even something as simple as a small set of stairs can be a big part of who you are becoming. Let me frame all of that in a very simple scenario that has proven to be useful to me. Imagine you are at the airport. You have a plane to catch at some point. You have a lot of things on your mind. You've just cleared security, and for the third time in a row, they have inspected your baggage over on the side. You have just finally put your shoes back on, and you're headed to the gate, and there in front of you is an escalator on the left and a set of stairs on the right. I spend a lot of time at the airport, so I can tell you that most people, without even thinking about it, as if it has no meaning or value in their life at all, step onto the escalator. I mean, how many people in that moment are thinking about the value of getting their heart rate up a little bit, or of getting a few extra steps? Almost no one is thinking about that. If anything, they appreciate a shortcut, an easier way, a method to get where they want to go that requires no effort. In our culture, I'm convinced we are addicted to ease and comfort. And I want you to hear what I'm saying because it's not about 10 seconds on an escalator. It's about me being the kind of person who is always looking for the easy way, who isn't giving any thought to a need for even the smallest bit of exercise. And while you might be thinking, Chris, it's a few stairs at the airport, if that is the kind of person that I am, how many other opportunities am I passing right by? How many chances were there to be more active, to take care of myself, but I just took the easy road? And if I had been the kind of person who was attentive to such a thing, would I be in better shape today? Or would it have triggered more activity that could have really made a difference? And look, that difference is physical in this example. I mean, stairs and walking and heart rate, that's all about taking care of your body, about your health. And as we go through these next two episodes, you may find a lot of things you can work on, small daily choices that contribute to better health. But remember this, the stairs is a figure. And so the application goes far beyond that. Before I start getting into that with you, I want to give you three words. However you intend to use this imagery and whatever begins to change in your life, these three words are going to be a significant part of it. Here's an acronym to help you remember them. M-I-D. MID. Yes, that is officially the worst and most useless acronym in the history of the world, but maybe even one person this week will be able to remember the words when they say M-I-D. Here they are. Mindfulness, intentionality, and direction. 
If you want to be the kind of person that makes good use of every day, a person who sees opportunity in even the smallest of instances, even in things you don't want to do, you're going to need these three qualities. Let me define each one and give you an example of each. The first one is mindfulness. Keeping fresh on your mind things that you are working on and things that are important to you today. I mean, how many people do you think take the escalator because it never even occurs to them that the stairs is an opportunity? Probably most. And you say, well, maybe they don't care about that stuff. Okay, let me ask you this. How many people on the escalator wish that they weighed 10 pounds less? Wish that their knees didn't hurt so much every time they got out of a chair? Quite a lot of them. But most of them are not mindful about what they can do to help. And so they pass up countless opportunities because they weren't even thinking about it. Step one for you in whatever you're choosing to do is to keep it fresh on your mind. Think about it, journal about it, pray about it. Let me give you an example from my life. I drive too fast. No doubt about it, it's a personal problem. If you asked me what I should do on Interstate 20, I could tell you right now what I should do, and usually I drive all the way here to the office and never think once about what I should be doing. But today, on the way in, I was prepping for this episode, thinking it through. And so immediately I thought, I am mindful of the fact that I need to stop driving so fast. So as soon as I got on the interstate, I was thinking about it. Chris, you know, this is something we need to do better. And just that simple sentence that I stated to myself made the difference on that entire drive. So number one, whatever you want to improve upon, keep it on your mind. You'll be surprised how many stairs there are in front of you if you're looking for them. Okay, second thing is intentionality. And basically, this means doing something about it. If I'm driving to work and I'm thinking, you know, this is a perfect opportunity to get that speed thing under control and then I just blaze my trail all the way down the interstate. I guess you could say I would be the kind of person who lies to himself. I said it mattered, but I guess it doesn't. I don't want to be that kind of person. So I intentionally did something. I set the cruise control at a certain speed, and I kept it there until the exit. Intentionality is where you take those thoughts and you put them into action. Intentionality is where you see those stairs that you've walked past for the last month, and this time it's on your mind to take them, and you do. You don't talk yourself out of it by saying that it really won't make that big of a difference, or I'll probably just give up on this within a week, because that's what lazy people do when something is on their mind. They mentally argue with themselves to justify their way out of it. How about you just have an intention and do something? You can think bigger than just the moment or the day. If it has to do with your health or growing in your understanding of the word or serving other people, whatever it might be, once you've decided, I'm going to have this on my mind every day, now you can even plan out intentions for the whole week. Here's what I'm going to do about that today. I happen to know there's a place in my week. I would have easily ignored it before, but I know exactly when I have a chance to do something and I'm going to do it. The truth is, mindfulness without intentionality is kind of torture. You're sitting there knowing the right thing to do, 
but you won't do it. Before long, you'll just shut down the mindfulness and be back at square one. Don't do that. Take the stairs. All right, so the third word is direction. That's where you get to look down the stream of time and envision where this might lead you. If I took these stairs every day, and at home at night while I'm watching my favorite show, I walked on the treadmill. If I just took these opportunities each day, you know, there's a chance that by next January, when the family and I go on this trip, that I might be able to hike some of those trails that I couldn't before. When we talk about direction, we mean that we're headed somewhere. And it's okay for you to take some time and envision what there is. Is it being a better Bible student, a better husband or wife, or in better shape? Whatever it is, it's okay to look out six months or a year and say, that's where I want to be. It's important to me. And then begin doing things, not random little things that you hope get you somewhere, but not so random little things that is taking you to that place where you want to be. If you have trouble with that, with kind of picturing a better you so you'll know which way to go, don't be afraid to just picture someone else, someone you look up to, someone who is where you are not, but they are where you want to be. They can even be a huge encouragement to you. And we'll talk more about the need for people like that next week. I'll give you an example on the speeding thing I mentioned earlier. There's a guy at our church here named Kyle Barry. He's got to be top five coolest people I've ever met. He's a jet pilot for a private company here in town. He has one of those machines where he flies over your house really low with like the blades in the back and the parachute. He is super cool. But he told me the other day, he's like, I don't speed. Why would I do that? I don't need that. There are times for speed, but not while I'm out there with everybody else on the road. I just leave early, take my time, and chill. And I remember thinking, man, I just want to be like Kyle. That's exactly how I want to be on the road. And you know what? I'm going to get there. At least so long as I am mindful about it, intentional about it, and I know what the goal is, there's not much out there that can stop me. All right, so I've only got a few minutes left, but I want to give you a specific project for this week. Maybe the things we talked about can apply to your health or your relationships, but I am challenging you to apply it to your walk with God. In 2 Peter chapter 1, there are eight qualities listed. Every believer will have these eight qualities and be increasing in them, getting better, excelling still more. We do not ignore them. We are not satisfied just to have some of them. We want to grow in these. The list is very simple. Eight things. Faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. Those are all very easy words. They don't take a lot of definition. We know that faith is trust in God. Moral excellence is about how we think and use our bodies. Knowledge is growing in an understanding of God. Self-control is the willingness to curb your desires. Perseverance is sticking to it long-term. Godliness is actually about revering and honoring God more. Brotherly kindness is serving God's people. And love is love. 
So here's what I want you to do. I will read the list one more time, and I want you to choose one. Just pick one. One that you want to work on, one that you need to work on, one that is important to you. Are you ready? Here comes the list. Choose one. Faith, moral excellence, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. I'm going to ask you about these in next week's episode. If I see you between now and then, I'm going to ask you which one you chose. If you say, hey, really enjoy that episode, I'm going to say, tell me which one you picked and what you did about it. Sometimes we take on too much and we end up accomplishing nothing. I don't want you to go out and run 50 flights of stairs in eight different buildings. Let's just focus in on one. Okay, here's the assignment. Number one, whatever you chose, be mindful about it every day this week. Put it in your prayers every day. Talk about it with your spouse or your friends. Write it down in your journal. Think about it throughout the day. Ask yourself this simple question. Am I growing in this thing? Have I been growing in this thing? How important is this thing to me? You haven't actually done anything yet, but you're thinking about it. Number two, be intentional. Do something about it. If it's knowledge, take the opportunity to read the Bible sitting next to you. Whatever it is, identify ways you can exercise it and grow in it you will probably find that there are stairs all over the place, opportunities everywhere, but you didn't notice them before because you weren't mindful and intentional. And then take a little time getting excited about what this could mean. Don't just think about the thing you're going to do. Think about who you could become. If it's knowledge, think about being an active evangelist. If it's brotherly kindness, Think about having a personal relationship with dozens of people where you worship. Picture others who are where you want to be or how awesome it will be when you get there. There's a reason why you need that optimistic, even exciting direction to a greater destination. Because I guarantee whatever things you are intentional about this week, there will be some things you are not going to want to do. Mindless Passive escalators will be everywhere, and you will be tempted to just throw this episode out and take them. But what if you don't? What if you're not looking for the easy way out anymore? What if this week starts incremental, consistent changes that lead to blessings that you've yearned for for a long time? Are you interested in that? Then become that kind of person. Take the stairs. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. As always, you can go to excelstillmore.life to sign up for the email, order the three-month journal, or just catch up on old episodes. And also, if you are looking for financial advice or future planning, give John Cunningham a call today, 205-913-1720. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.